Hello, welcome to some sort of rich show. Number nine, I hope you were okay with seven and eight. I'm recording this before anyone's heard seven and eight. Uh, seven and eight are sort of bits taken from other shows, not like this. So, well, if you do, just don't listen to it, uh, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's the internet, isn't it? There's stuff on it. If you don't like it, just don't, just turn that one off. Doesn't mean it's all shit, does it? Uh, hello, welcome to a show. Welcome to a file you can at least download and listen to and hear my voice. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's 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 good though. I like this still. I find it very therapeutic, and it's it's kind of a weird psychological test of mine on myself, which is in in itself a, a weird thing, you know. Like I I don't know if this is actually a recognised thing within psychology of just start just start talking. And we'll see what comes out. Because that's, that's what I'm doing here. That's why quality will vary vastly. Um, it's just start talking. Something will come out. Words will come out. It will make sense. You'll get onto interesting topics to talk about. Things might happen. You're doing a live show. And although I, I've never done a, a, an, a, a live show that has been so unpopular. You know. Uh, it's still a live show, anything can happen. I will take this time and trouble to remind everybody once again that I record live on a Friday night at midnight UK time. If you want to find out uh, more things that happen as they're happening at Techsport, Rich is my Twitter, and that's the best way to do it. I'm I'm, I'm not bemoaning it, I'm addressing it now. The, the lack of live listeners. Let's address this, because what we used to talk about with building a live audience. And by the way, it's not really a priority. It's kind of a weird non-thing that becomes a thing. You see, I'm not doing this. I, I do this live, but I'm not doing it. And the point, is, the point isn't that it is live as such. Um, we used to do Super Happy Fun Time, which the point of it was that it had to be live. And when sort of live audiences drop off, you kind of have to abandon stuff. Uh it you know not necessarily that there's a problem with the show, but if you're relying on outside unpredictable forces to make a show happen, then bad things are going to go wrong, because I I guarantee that those things are never actually going to come together to make it happen. You know you've got to plan for this sort of thing. So instead, I find myself doing this, and we we always talk about so how do you build up this live audience? That's actually not essential. Uh, and it's a very difficult thing to do. And clearly, there are lots of formulas yet, which which I have yet to crack, and that sort of thing. I think step one that we can all agree on is sort of a regular time and place. And I'm working on that. Well, I'm building on it, really. Um, I think we've been I've been going pretty consistently. I know that things don't go up consistently on SoundCloud. That's actually on purpose. Um, I did. it's all part of sort of freeing yourself up from a restriction of any kind whatsoever. This concept of there'll be one a week, something will happen at this particular time, and then, you know, you'll hear about it on day X, whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. I just want to get stuff up there on SoundCloud. And I've always found that with the... With the maybe this is wrong, but with with... When you put out more stuff, the quality can be a little bit lower because you've always got tomorrow to make it up. 
you know, there, there's a little bit less pressure on yourself. That episode that I made that I wasn't happy with, it's not going to sit there for a week. It's going to sit there for a day and a half, maybe. And so lots of random things are going up, and I'm calling them some sort of rich show. Uh, but I wanted to also make a point, you know, recording whatever else I do, I will be in front of a microphone at midnight on a Friday night. That's the thing. So if people choose to listen live, then that can add an element of liveness to a show. That's the thing I actually said. You know, that, that meaning that people can call in, things can be in the chat room, all that sort of thing. But it's the thing is, it's in no way essential to the show. I've not said anything or done anything that I couldn't have done if I was recording in the car right now or downstairs or wherever. That That's fine. And I'm, I'm kind of not relying on anything to happen because it probably won't. Uh, so, but I, I don't think a timing is, a, you know, it's not really a question of timing, is it? Because that's down now. That's sorted. Friday night, midnight, you know, fine. So it's not that, but that needs to be a thing. Um, you, you have to also address perhaps the desire to sit and listen to a live show at midnight on a Friday. No one ever said it was a good idea. Uh, no one ever took like an audience survey and said, when are you most likely to be able to sit down and listen to a live show on the internet? And the best, most popular answer was midnight on Friday. That never happened. Um, so you kind of have to, you know, take that into account as well. Maybe it's crap time for doing this. It was the Friday night slot that killed Star Trek. And am I as good as Star Trek? In some ways, yes, actually, yes, yes, I am, especially that early Star Trek. But historically, no, I will accept that. Um, and so, you know, can you can you get upset with people? Then you have to look at the quality of the content, which I would say spotty at best. You know, we've recently gone through a period of there being some sort of podcast awards and shit like that. And that, that kind of stuff really pisses me off. But nevertheless, it exists. And I kind of would like an award of some kind because I feel I deserve one. And I never had one. And then you sort of look at stuff and you're like, well, what is the best thing here now? And things have been in disarray. We're, I still think we're kind of recovering from disarray. Um, which is a weird thing, you know. Uh but we're getting there. We're getting there. Things are getting better. Things are improving. Things are getting back to normal. Things are becoming predictable again. And predictability is also a good thing, I think, for a listening audience. And so ultimately what all this boils down to is do people listen live? Do they want to listen live? Do I have the answer to those questions? And does it matter? And the answer is that I don't think people do listen live. I don't think they necessarily want to. I don't know why that is, and uh, it doesn't matter. Making it all a bit of a non-issue, isn't it? I mean, it, it's just kind of like... Like, if, if nobody... If your mates don't randomly turn up to your house on a Friday night, you can live with that. That's fine. Maybe you just wanted a quiet night in every, anyway. If you invite lots of people around and no one turns up, that makes you sad. That's what it is. And even if it's because nobody likes parties anymore, you know, but I totally accept that. And you still want to have a party, but maybe no one wants to go to a party anymore. That's that's not your fault, is it? Not their fault either. It's just what people want to do. You know, we also should discuss the idea of this show just being a SoundCloud show. I mean, does that does that represent a complete difference in audience? I, I don't know. 
still learning with SoundCloud. I, you know, and I'm kind of at the front of the curve with this, along with a lot of other people. But the thing is, even the, the guys at SoundCloud don't necessarily know everything that you would want them to know about the intricate workings of everything. I mean, they obviously, they know how the website works. They built it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is things like the one thing that's always frustrated me, uh, again, through no fault of SoundCloud themselves, is the disparity, the disparity between uh, number of subscribers to my feed and number of plays on any single file that I've posted. It's a massive difference. I'm up to nearly, what, where are we? 786,000 followers on SoundCloud. Approaching a million. And no, no, not a single episode of anything ever gone near a million plays. Uh, that's fine. I can I can live with that. Nothing, No episode of anything has ever had near a million plays from us. Uh, that's that's cool. I can live with it. But why? what is that difference? Why are there all these people who follow me? They've chosen to follow me. It's not like I'm a default thing on, on SoundCloud or anything. They've seen my picture, tech support rich, and there I am, and they've hit the follow button. Why have they done that if they never wanted to listen to anything? And so many tens of thousands of people have done this. More people than I've ever met in my entire life have done that. They've gone, yeah, I will listen to Rich. And then they've never listened to Rich. And that's fine. That's that's cool. There are, as I've said before, there are literally billions of people in the world not listening to me. And one more doesn't make me lose a wink of sleep. I'm just curious as to what the processes they go through. If I will follow, but never listen, then why follow? And it doesn't build my hopes up. I'm not putting out every episode thinking, maybe this is the one that 786,000 people listen to. I'm not thinking that. I'm realistic about stuff. But what's the deal there? I have YouTube subscriptions, but they're always people who I've seen a video from and thought, I will watch more of your videos. Subscribe. I don't just subscribe to people at random and then just never watch anything. Maybe that is what most people do. Am I the freak in this situation? Always be ready to be the freak, by the way. It, it usually is you. Maybe that's just me speaking from personal experience. But it is, it is, it's usually you that's the freak. So long story short, I don't know what to do with live shows. I, I don't know what to do with them. I, I, do you know what? I wished SoundCloud would build in a live broadcasting thing. Why the hell don't they do that? That should be something they work on. Live and updates from channels you follow. Just basically do everything that YouTube are doing, but miss out the video bit. That's That seems to be the sensible thing to do. I think. I'm going to move off there. Although I have one more thing. Uh, there is one more thing. We've recently discovered Slack. Uh, Slack's fucking awesome, by the way. Um, they aren't sponsoring this show in any way, shape, or form, although I shall email them afterwards now I think about it. Um, we used to do all our, uh, our simply syndicating presenter stuff happened behind the scenes in Facebook, and it was it was a very questionable quality. Um, it's it's not the best thing. It's You've all used a Facebook group, right? Yeah, well, you know, is that the best way to collaborate a team of people? No. No, it's not. So we've been using Slack this week, which is like a, well, it's it's kind of like a customized chat room private experience. So 
not everybody can sign up to this. This is just us, us lot who make podcasts on Simply Syndicated and stuff. And we've been able to talk to each other like never before. Um, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Um, sorry, I'm looking at it as I'm talking to you, and I'm being distracted by words that are written on it because I'm not that bright. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic. My aim of it was that it would simply be a place where people who generally seem to like talking to each other and doing stuff together could find a place to do that nice and easily. And it seems to have accomplished that goal. You know, so we're, you know, straight away. So we've been on it for less than a week. And straight away, it's made everybody more accessible to everybody else. To the point where there's sort of new show ideas coming up and, and new collaborations between people and that sort of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. It's making existing shows more uh, more organized. We've got calendar events. This This is all very good and hopefully it will result in what I'm building up towards is some sort of weekly schedule of show release. It's totally doable and I'm I'm beginning to realize more and more totally necessary although I don't know why and uh, it's something you know I'd like to get back on track I used to have diagrams on my office wall of bits of random paper stuck up going this thing goes here and that thing goes there and they will move this one around and all that kind of thing and for years nothing just uh, I'll put it out when I remember I should have put something out today don't want to be like that anymore Want to get organized? Want to get a schedule? Why aren't you thinking, ah, it's Monday morning, I shall download, take it or leave it? That sort of thing. That's another reason why I've kept this show off the website as well. It's too random. And it doesn't fit into my idea of, of podcast utopia going forward. So it's already been excluded. When I bring back Tech Support Rich, that will go in there. Oh, I should do that. I should put, write that down, someone. Write that down and email it to me. Make a note. You said you'd put tech support rich on the thing. Oh, never mind. I'll do it myself. I'll open one note. It's updated and wants to tell me lots of new things it can do. Thank God for one note, though. I'm just rambling tech stuff, though. I'm sorry if you weren't here for tech stuff. I can see Jonathan Wilkinson in the chat room, and I'm, I know he's sat at home going, oh, it's more fucking tech stuff. Shut up about this. You've got a whole other show. Yeah. It is. It's It's just... Uh, sorry. Sorry. I have... To, do you know what my problem is? It's... Well, I actually wrote an article about this that you won't have read because it's not been published anywhere yet because it's for a different thing. About choosing your podcast subject. What should I do for a podcast? And the the answer is always, ideally, you should do whatever it is that you want to talk about. Like, by which I mean, not on a show, but in general. What is the subject, what is the topic in life that gets you excited and interesting? What would you look into every day, maybe several times every day, even if you weren't ever going to do a podcast? And that is the thing that you should do a podcast about. And my problem is, if I never ran a podcast network, I would still be sat looking at all this tech news and trying to get my hands on so many phones and stuff like that. So the fact that since I've become a podcaster, I just, you know, I talk a lot about this stuff. I can't help it. 
I'm really sorry. I, I, I can't help it. I've lost track of what I was looking at earlier. Do you know what? I've I've been using Windows a lot this week as well, and it's kind of... It's kind of messed me up a little bit. I'm a bit... Right? I'm supposed to hate it. I want to hate it. But I can't hate it. Um, it's it's very odd. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm notorious for hating Windows. It, actually, it's not odd, because Windows has been genuinely crap. It's, do you want to come on here and argue with me that Windows 8.1 was a good operating system? No, you don't, because you don't want to look that stupid, really. And you can't do that. And so Windows 10 came out, I installed it. It's been pretty good, but it's I've been using it enough to adjust my mindset with regards to dragging windows, close buttons, and all other things like that. You know, hey, if I'm if I'm easily uh, distracted by things, see that little stutter there was me being distracted by Jonathan Wilkinson writing in Slack. Rich said he would bring Tech Support Rich back, and I knew he'd done it because he said it in the chat room for the thing, and I had an alert on my phone that popped up. I knew those words were in there, and I saw it, and it brain stutter. Do I need some Ritalin? Or something like that? Do you think there's something that could just slow me down? And just, it kind of feels like when my brain gets going, it's like when you're running downhill and you start running faster than you should run because you're going downhill and I trip up. He says self-medicating live on the air. So I'm back to buying CDs. This was something I, I I'm stunned about. I'm 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 still kind of, I'm I've been buying CDs. Do you remember CDs? They have an album on them, a musical album, and I've been buying them as opposed to buying digital music or or pirating music, which I haven't actually done for a very long time. Genuinely haven't done for a very long time. See, I was there in the beginning years ago when we had CDs. And a CD, for those of you who don't remember, it's sort of a 12 centimeter wide round plastic disc. And you put about 12 songs on it. And all they're generally songs all by the same musical acts. But you might get compilations and that sort of thing. And you, you remember CDs. Um, I've lost my train of thought now in explaining what the fuck CDs are to you, and you knew that anyway. It's just all come out of the Apple Music thing, right? That I've just started to realise there's lots of stuff I love. Stuff that is significant to me. Stuff that when I hear this song, it puts me in a particular mindset or place in my own personal history. You know, um... As the composer of Forrest Gump said, to the you know the score set, sets the mood, and the soundtrack sets where you are, and when you are, and it's very true. And, and you know that's one thing I enjoy about music. I found an album. It was a Green Day album. Warning, not even their best album, and it has inexplicably disappeared from streaming services. It's just not on SoundCloud and uh, uh, Spotify anymore, or Apple Music. It's only available for sale. In a couple of places. It's even been pulled off Amazon. I don't know why. I don't care to know why. It's you know it's a frustration. But I've dealt with it. Um, I thought it was an album I owned. I did own at one point. 
I swear to God I owned this album at one point. Uh, but it had become unavailable to me, so I had to buy it again if I wanted to hear it. And I actually went for the CD version. It was cheaper. It was just as easy. It wasn't quicker, obviously, than buying the digital version. I had to wait a couple of days for it to arrive. But, you know, I wasn't that desperate to hear Warning by Green Day at that precise moment. So I could live with that. <coughs> the whole experience has just been so positive. The disc arrived. I ripped it at super high quality. Not lossless because I, I can't be dealing with that. But, you know, top quality AAC. It sounds great. iTunes matched propagated it to my phone and my tablet it's all good and now i'm just like well this is how i should do it now isn't it buy cds again so i've been going through the music library and looking at it in detail that i have here and realized that most of my stuff is 256 kbps uh which isn't great you know you're streaming better quality stuff off spotify and that's a lot of stuff like more obscure stuff is even lower bitrate. And so I'm now in the process of rebuild, rebuying my entire CD collection. It's bizarre. I never thought it would happen. But I did reach the point where all my CDs lived on my computer. Why did I need to get a CD player and a CD and put one in the other and, and do that when all my music lived on my computer? And it has to for ages because of my uh, iPods. You know, how long have we had iPods? Aren't those things like 10 years old now? How long have we all had a digital music collection? And the fact is, over the years, mine has been metadata screwed with and uploaded and downloaded and put on this service and put on that service. And it's mostly all still there, but it's not all still there. Um, if I still owned my music collection, I would have re-ripped it by now. But no, clever me probably gave it away we think that's how important my cd collection became to me over the years i don't even truly know hand on heart what happened to it really um we thought i'd lost it my dad mentioned that i gave him a few of the cds so i'm assuming based on that that i actually just gave the whole lot away to people who wanted them if anyone and so now I own no CDs, no music other than the digital. And the digital is spotty at best. Rebuying it all. All of it. It's mental, but it feels good. It feels like I care about it. As I said, I'm, I'm listening to more music now than at any other point in my life. Which is bizarre. I didn't expect that to be the case at 36. It's a good you know job that i'm with somebody like allison who can listen to music 24 hours a day uh, and generally would given the opportunity so rebuying everything nothing is brand new by the way because that would cost me thousands of pounds i'm making i'm taking full advantage of amazon's uh, pre-owned music collection which is vast absolutely vast so what i'm actually managing to do is buy a vast number of cds for very little money i think i've bought about 12 so far i've spent less than 20 quid it's pretty cool annoyingly enough the most expensive thing is postage if if it weren't for postage if i could get a free postage deal or something like that then i, I could just 
do this in one go. No problem. Look at this. Pulp. Different class. 20 pence. There you go. 86 used versions. That from 20 pence. If that just cost me 20p, then we could be going here all day. It's the £1.26 postage. That's what it does. And it's fine. I know £1.26 isn't a lot of money in and of itself. That's fine. But it's when you've bought like 20 CDs and your basket total is like £4. And then it's when you stick the pack, the postage and packet on and it goes skyrocketing. That it's, uh, you know, easy to uh, overspend, so to speak. Um, nevertheless, it's going well. And I, I intend to keep up with this. I've even added CDs to my Amazon wish list, which I should publicize somewhere, shouldn't it? How can anybody buy me anything off it if no one knows where to find it? It's that double-edged sword. Are you supposed to ask for anything? Of course not. So, But if I don't ask, how do you get anything? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Oh, there's some albums I need to take off because I found some at home. I need my Billy Joel collection again. As if I don't even own a Billy Joel collection. What kind of man lives like that? It's a disgrace. It's it's just not good enough. You've got to have a Billy Joel collection. Otherwise, there's, you know, there's just no point, is there? Uptown Girl. River of Dreams. Tell her about it. All, you know, classics. I never thought that uh, Billy Joel would be my favorite once I'd grown up. But nevertheless, here we are. This show has been a lot about things that I didn't believe or didn't expect, which is most things. It seems kind of redundant to mention it specifically at this point, but there we are. Anyway, I will leave you to contemplate the idea of buying a CD collection again for no good reason. Well, the good reason is I felt my existing music library just isn't good enough quality. Someone would argue, what's the point of getting all that shit at high quality? Well, some of it's pretty good. I know what I'm doing with music, trust me. My taste might not align with yours, but I, th I think I know what I'm doing. Pretty much. Pretty tuned in, you know. All that. Anyway, I'm talking shit now. Um, email me if you want to. We'll talk about anything you want. You can do that. Richard Smith at simplysyndicated.com. As I said at the beginning of this show, the show is recorded live every Friday night at sort of midnight UK time. Follow me on at TechSport Richard Twitter to uh, get on there. And you could even phone in if you like. You could even phone in if you like. I never remember that to say that until the end of, you know, when I'm bored and I've got nothing left to talk about. You could have phoned in. Well, you can. Um, but not not this week. It's too late now. If you called now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up the phone. But you can do that on a live Friday night. Follow me on Twitter, email. Yeah, I've done that. Um, for more of my ramblings and other weird shit, check out my SoundCloud page. By the way, most of the sh all of the shows that I post on there have got me on in some way, uh, whether it be Tech It or Leave It or Top 5 or a blog post or this show or Remote Patrol. I just did a Conver Jason that will be coming out as well, so keep your eye out for that. I'll repost that to SoundCloud as well. Or you'll find everything on simplysyndicated.com or over on my blog at techsupportrich.com. Okay, I'm about to go and just rebuy my Billy Joel collection. See, Stormfront used 87 pence. That's a brilliant album for 87 pence. I don't need a new one. Well, what difference does it make to me? You know? Anyway, I'll catch you all during the week. 
whatever. Bye.